Welcome to the LabOp Leaders Series, a showcase of global change agents and experts in healthcare and laboratory management. Here's your host, LabOp Global Founder, Robert Farias. We'd like to welcome Dr. Pedro Lewis to the podcast. Uh, Pedro, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm fine. Great. Uh, so, Pedro, why don't we start introducing you to the audience with your academic background, please? So, um, I'm Dr. Pedro Lewis. Um, I'm from Guyana, South America, um, neighbor with Venezuela, Brazil. Um, currently, um, the director of the National Virtual Infusion Service. For the past um, December 22nd this year, we're going to make seven years at the National Blood Transfusion Service of Guyana. Um, I'm a medical doctor, I'm a medical technologist, I'm a transfusion medicine specialist. And where did you begin your studies, Pedro? So I began my study in, in Guyana. Um, I started at the University of Guyana, um, straight out of, you know, after, out of high school, I worked for a year, and then I started University of Guyana, where I did uh, my degree in medical technology. After my degree in medical technology, I worked at the National Blood Transfusion Service. Um, fortunately, this is the only place, um, you know, I basically start my profession and continue my profession. In, uh, the National Blood Transfusion Service. And from your uh, once you graduated, once you graduated from your med lab tech, uh, your further studies, where, where did that take you? Uh, great. So after I graduated um, medical technology, worked at the National Blood Transfusion Service um, for about two years to the three years. Then I went on to University of Havana. Um, that's colleagues to guys here where I pursue my uh, medical degree in general medicine. Um, came back um, in 2013, practice medicine, general medicine, at the Georgetown Public Hospital. That's the main referral hospital in Guyana. Um, from there, I worked a few months at the regional hospital, this is the East Bank General Hospital. Um, in Guyana, in Georgetown, Region 4. And then applied to work at the National Blood Transfusion Service as a director at that particular point of time. There was no director. Um, it's a particular task that, you know, nobody wanted uh, because, you know, um, getting blood, training blood for poisons. Um, there's not much poison that, you know, particularly educating in, 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 in this particular area of transfusion medicine and blood banking. Um, seeing that, you know, I had that experience before as a medical technologist, I decided to take up that challenge. Um, I must say it was, you know, <laughs> a huge challenge. Um, it had some difficulties in terms of, you know, um, the availability of blood and blood products in Guyana. Um, if you know our system, we have just one blood bank and we have several collection sites. And 
we distribute blood to both public and private entities throughout the country. We also have some difficult areas, the interland areas, some real hard to reach areas where we also have to distribute blood. But the availability at that particular point in time was, you know, was a challenge uh, for the blood bank at that particular point in time. So I decided to, you know, I took up the challenge, um, started to expand in terms of collection because collection at that particular point in time was only done by two regions. I started to expand collections, um, requests for staff in the regions, um, increase our collections in the region so that we could satisfy all the regional hospitals and the private hospitals. Um, by doing that, I decided, you know, I think I could learn more by doing a specialty. Um, here at a particular point in time, there was a partnership between Guyana and Argentina. We, we had some technical support. And I think, you know, that was a calling for me at a particular point in time, where I met a woman by the name of Ana Del Pozo, very smart. Uh, you know, um, she had her PhD in, you know, um, transfusion medicine, um, public health, hematology. She was also a surgeon. So I think that was a call for me at that particular time. And I think that's a person that, you know, basically inspired me because she, 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 she came and she saw some real work to start with. And she did her, you know, you know, she and I, we sat down, we did our, um, you know, our projection, we did our planning, strategic planning to power WHO, where she consulted. And, you know, I could say today that we are so, so much in, in a better position. And she always say, before you could move on to any other thing, you must, you must um, satisfy the hospitals. You must satisfy um, the patients. You must have sufficiency before you could practically move on any other thing. I know we could say that, you know, there's a year that we pass as it relates to sufficiency. Now we're focusing on quality control, um, which is a continuous process. Um, our focus now is to inspire the medical technologists to go into the areas of quality. My medical technologists here at the Blood Bank, all of them, is in the program of you know quality and quality control. And you know we we had our strategic plan as it relates to quality, quality of products, blood and blood products. We had improvement in technology. And I could say as much, you know, Guyana is a very small country. If you walk into a blood bank in Guyana, you walk into a blood bank in Canada, you walk into a blood bank in the United States, there's not much difference as it relates to technology. Um, our advantage is that, you know, we maintain a system that everybody wants, uh, a gold standard system in the world, which is uh, a centralized blood bank a various collection site. I mean, you have a centralized blood bank and you practice and promote voluntary blood donation, which 
in Guyana, we have a hundred percent of our donors voluntary. Um, blood donor, blood donors. It guarantees you sufficiency and it guarantees you safety. And I think this one of our hallmark in Guyana is a huge thing. Um, actually, uh, I think the vice president of um, ABB, that's the organization in America that looks, at, look, looks after accreditation, um, Dr. Barnes, she recently did her um, PhD dissertation on our system as it relates to voluntary blood donation. And, you know, and we know she's from a system where they practice pay donations. And she could actually show them that, look, if we could go this way in the United States, we could actually save money, right? And a system that, you know, could practically work. Uh -huh. So, you know, um, and besides doing that too, I, I, I realized that, you know, it was time to share your knowledge where I started lecturing in medical technology in Guyana. And after lecturing in medical technology in Guyana, I realized that the medical doctors have a deficiency as you relates to transfusion medicine. And, you know, some simple things, I'd be, you know, working and they will, you know, call my phone as it relates to compatibility testing, as it relates to antibody identification, and it related to Irish phenotyping, and all of these things the, these doctors have difficulties with, and I, I, I realize that there's a deficiency um, with them, and also I realize that there's a lot of confrontation as it is with the medical technologists and the doctors. And, you know, um, the doctors seem that, you know, they're superior to them, they don't want to listen, when they will give them advice and so on. So I decided to, to you know, um, follow up, you know, lecturing the medical technologies. This task, this job is not a job that you know, <laughs> is lucrative. Um, it takes a lot of time because beside, you know, lecturing medical technologies and so on, you have to be involved in research. I have done many research, you know, with our medical technologies. We have um, publications. Um, we have research waiting for publications. Like, for example, we had, you know, um, infectious markers, waiting infectious markers, National Blood Transfusion Service in Guyana. We have, um, in, in, in Guyana, basically, we have, um, Bacterial contamination in blood and blood products at the National Blood Transfusion Service in Guyana. Um, phenotypic profile, Guyana. Um, I also did articles with the same Dr. Borns, the, the vice president of um, ABB in the United States, there too. So, you know, the work continues. Um, there's a lot of work. Um, I'm still looking to, you know, to learn more. I'm still looking to venture in the area of public health. Um, there's a particular area I want to, you know, venture in because I could see, you know, probably later on, try to see how basically transfusion medicine, blood, blood banking, would fit into the area of public health and try to gel the two together.
And and thank you for that, Pedro. Just to clarify for the audience, is also AAB is the Association for the Advancement of Blood and Biotherapies now. Uh, exactly. And, uh, and so and um, I'm so accustomed. I'm so accustomed to saying that the American Association of Blood Banking, but that particular term has changed. Yes, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize it because you know I was so I was away you know in in Cuba studying so long, uh, um, and then when I came back and then I thought it was a different entity altogether. <laughs> sure, no, yeah, and, I, so, and I know I know yeah, you're involved it also. Changed too. Yeah, yeah, certainly, sorry to interrupt. And I know you're involved. Also in several, uh, I guess what they call it, the hot topic discussion sessions uh, that you've uh, that you participate in for AABB, uh, if I understand correctly from recent LinkedIn posts and other things I've seen. I I, I think it's about two months ago I had participated with a webinar with ABB mm-hmm. on the same topic as it relates to um, a voluntary non-emulative blood donation in the Caribbean. And I focus more in Guyana. And I think that was basically to 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 gel into the um, um, the dissertation of Dr. Barnes, who's the vice president of ABB. Yes, great. Okay, thank you. So, Pedro, just to, wanted to get your advice. Um, so, for pe- for people who are currently studying in the area of medical lab technology, medical lab science. Um, and they're interested in considering the blood transfusion space. What should they be doing to prepare themselves? What should they be focusing on uh, as areas of studies or areas of competency uh, that you recommend? So I, I, this is a good question because um, the thing is that a lot of persons want to do things that, you know, and 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 that too was my idea. I wanted to always wanted to go into a field where there's not much persons here. Um, something that is new. And this is something that is fresh in Guyana. Uh, I must say I'm the only transfusion medicine specialist in Guyana. I'm probably in the Caribbean also. Mm. So I always wanted to right now I'm not so proud of it because it gave me a lot of work. Because <laughs> <laughs> you you venture into a fresh something that is fresh, something that is new, it gives you a lot of work because you are the only voice in the forest. And persons always want to debate you, the doctors want to debate you because they're so accustomed to doing things the old way is that when you want to bring something new to them, um, it's kind of difficult. But I must say, um, what is, you know, behind you and what is on your shoulder is that no medicine is all about evidence based. So nobody can defeat, um, defeat what you said if you could produce the evidence, right? And this is a good thing about medicine. Now medicines are like in the past is like what you think and you know what you read in some book or something like that. It's all about research. So if you want to venture into, um, and this is a good thing about transfusion medicine, I find it very interesting is that there's so much areas of research, right? There's so much area of research. And if you don't go into a, a field like, like this, is that you got to prepare to, you know, do a lot of research, um, do a lot of reading. Um, it's an area that is needed, right? If you look, like I said, it's fresh. Um, in the Caribbean, there's so much space for persons who want to specialize in the area of transfusion medicine. 
and even the area of medical technology, because medical technology is such a broad area, um, you know, include microbiology, you know, biochem, so many areas. And the thing about transfusion medicine is that we cover all of those areas. Like I mentioned, a resource that relates to, you know, contam blood contamination, bacterial contamination in blood and blood products. You know, this is a area for the microbiologists and so on. So it's a, it's a broad area, it's very interesting. Um, it's fresh, few poison is there. Um, so, you know, I think I advise a lot of person to venture into that particular area. You wouldn't, you wouldn't regret it at all. Great, even if there's extra workload, right, Pedro? Yeah, even, and, <laughs> and, and, and it. it's, it's, it's interesting because it's extra workload, yeah, but everything that you do, especially in there, everything that they do is something new. Um, if I bring in, you know, a new equipment, if I introduce a, a specialized product, it's fresh, it's new. Um, you then you then have to go and train person and how to use it and so on. You know, everything is just fresh, and this is interesting, interesting part of it for me. So, Pedro, uh, similar to what we ask our other guests, uh, we'd like to see if there's anybody you'd like to acknowledge uh, as mentors or people who've supported you along your journey. Yeah, um, like I said, you know, um, Dr. Anna Del Pozo has released a transfusion medicine. She's one person, you know, she has been my mentor through my specialty areas. Um, Dr. Barnes, too, you know, as it relates to research and so on. Um, Dr. Anna Del Pozo also um, assists me a lot in the area of research. I did um, a lot of programs through the and this is this is organization too and part of the, the Latin America Ibero America um transfusion medicine association yeah. um consists of mostly Latin American countries. I think I'm the only person from the Caribbean that is in that particular association. And we do a lot of research across Latin America. Um, we do a lot of programs, um, research programs, research methodology. Um, we started doing, um, you know, actual research too, um, through that particular program. Um, Dr. Silvina Cooperman, she is basically um, the director of the, um, the blood bank and transfusion um, department in Hospital Graham in Argentina. Excellent person. Um, you know, if you research her, you will see how many research she did. Um, I think she she was once to um, in ABB also. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many persons, you know, um, you know, my university lectures and so on, my parents. You know, who um, helped me along the way? <laughs> right, there's so many poisons. Sure, sure. I want to thank you for taking the time with us today to uh, to share your story and to and to explain to people the benefits and the the interest in working in the blood transfusion space. And we look forward to working with you again on uh, on some other activities as it relates to training and and webinars for people in the space.
Yes, no problem. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. To make a suggestion of someone that would make a great guest or topic you would like to hear more about, please visit us at labop.org. That's L-A-B-O-P-P dot org. Thank you.